The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rayshawn Blyden. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. You can visit politicalbombshow.cf or call 413-728-9380. Today, I have the great pleasure in interviewing Andrew Shatkin. You can also visit his website, shatkin.com, S-C-H-A-T-K-I-N. He's a business consultant. He's an author that's written many books, a teacher, education consultant. He does speaking engagements. If you want him to speak at your engagement, very, very, very um, versed as far as political commentary and religious subjects. So he's available both nationally and internationally. So like I said, visit his website, shatkin.com, C-S-C-H-A-T-K-I-N, S-C-H-A-T-K-I-N. Okay, I am a, a consultant, a business person running a consulting company, and I'm a teacher, a speaker. I've written five books. I'm writing more. These books, two of them are in a legal area. Three are Christian books, uh, essays on the Christian worldview, essays on faith, culture, politics, and philosophy, and um, uh, I, I want a new one coming out of the parables. I'm writing a new couple of new ones on the uh, Psalms and on the uh, miracles in the Bible and the sayings of Christ. Uh, I am an active Lutheran. Uh, I go to church, and... Um, I have two international law certificates uh, from uh, Holland, one from the Netherlands, and one from France. Uh, I have a law degree as well as a MDiv degree, a Master of Divinity degree in uh, Biblical Languages, Greek, Latin, and Hebrew from Princeton Seminary. Uh, that's basically uh, what I would want to give about my background, uh, and I'm very happy you give me the opportunity to talk on this show, and uh, you take it from there. All right, so uh, how long have you been writing books? How I've been writing books for qu quite a while. Uh, I would say uh, 20 years. Okay. I have and, written uh, five book chapters, uh, also uh, articles, journal articles, a lot of stuff. Okay, so uh, tell us about the new book. What's that? Is that based off of fiction, nonfiction? Uh, the, well, no. These books are are religious books uh, of a of a Christian character, and the new book that's coming out is a book on the parables in the New Testament. And I'm writing a new book on the Psalms in the Bible, and also on the miracles in the New Testament in of miracles of Jesus. And also, I'm writing a book on the sayings of Jesus in the in in the New Testament, in the Bible. Those are all in the future, but I'm working on them. Right. So, as far as political, how's your how's your uh, politically? How how do you lean? Okay, let me tell you. Um, politics is a very very tricky issue because people take positions. Often they're based on not facts or but they're based on feelings personally i am a i i i have a positive view of president trump and i'll tell you why uh he has been accused of being anti-immigrant 
I don't think that's true. He's anti people who are illegally here. Uh, he is. He has. He is enforcing the law with respect to those individuals. Uh, that if if we allow people to illegally be present and come to the country, these people they take jobs away from people who need who are legally here and need those jobs. And as I pointed out in a blog once, uh, the 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 people who are who have a tough time. Because of this are the blacks and Latinos, the legal residents here, whose jobs are being taken from them by people illegally here because there's people that want them because they represent cheap wages. Okay, that's my personal opinion. You know, I think yeah, that yeah. Biz, there are business people that, 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 that benefit from you know, low wages, no benefits uh, employees. Yeah. yeah, I happen to agree with you on that 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself, but absolutely agree with, with what you said there. Well, so, um, I don't think the president is racist. That 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 statement is so absurd. I mean, uh, I don't even know why people say it. Uh, he has, he is attempting to, uh, we can't have a country where illegal people can come and will and stay and get hospital benefits. And, and get educational opportunities. There's people here, legally here, lacking funds that need those chances. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with you there. So um, what do you think about uh, the taxes now that um, the Supreme Court just passed that state to collect taxes on Internet uh, transactions? Do you, do you think that's a good thing for the country, a bad thing? I don't have enough knowledge to really comment on that, but I, I would say this much about the president's policies, economic policies. Obviously, things have radically improved economically in the United States. He made a tax cut. A lot of people benefited by it, a large number. There has been a tremendous increase in, in, in employment and in jobs. I can't say whether it's because of him, but the fact of the matter is that these jobs have been, have, are, are emerging and being provided for the most vulnerable and the weakest member of our society, as I say, the blacks, Latinos, and maybe women. I mean, so he has nothing against these people. To call him a racist or sexist is crazy. He's providing employment for people. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look at the, the unemployment for for uh, minorities; they went way, way uh, down. So I don't understand how how people are calling racist. I don't get it. Well, it's a lot, frankly. Uh, what's your name, by the way? I'm Ray Sean. Okay, it's a lie. I mean, this is politics. Politics consists of slander. They also said, for example, about the president that he's anti-Semitic. That he's against Jews. His, half his family is Jewish. And that's a fact. He's got a Jewish son-in-law or something. He has a whole slew of Jewish relatives. He is not anti-Jewish. In addition, in fact, he moved the embassy from, to, to Jerusalem, uh, which he took at a great risk of, of opposition from our Muslim uh, Arab brothers. And he has, also is a very firm backer of Israel. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was criticized. He took us out of the Human Rights Commission in the UN 
because they they are run by an anti-Semitic group. Uh, well, I, I think so, you know. So he is not anti-Jewish. That that is a is an absurd, unfair accusation. No. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So, let's, let's I want to say one other thing. Let me just handle one other issue that this man has been criticized about. That is the issue of the travel ban against uh, people from certain Middle Eastern countries, and they are not all of them, but they seem to be of the Muslim faith. And uh, there have been a number of internal attacks in this country, not lately, but there was, the latest one was in New York, a truck, a truck, a truck attack, eight people killed. There, there was an attack in California. There was an attack, a gay attack in Florida against gay people in a nightclub. Uh, there was an attack in Boston. There was an attack, five servicemen in South Carolina were killed. I mean, uh, there was an attack in Minnesota. I'm not saying Muslim, most Muslims are probably peaceful, nice people, but there is an element in their society and religion that does this. What is he supposed to do? He's supposed to just let people in. He can't do that. He has to protect the security of the country. It's not that he's prejudiced. It has nothing to do with that. He has to deal pragmatically with this issue of people coming here. There's a certain percentage, not all of them, most of them are going to be okay, you know. Peace-loving, decent people. But there'll be a certain percentage within that group that may do this sort of thing. So he, this travel ban is an appropriate, practical response to what is an obvious problem. Correct? Uh, yeah, I agree. So, so how do you feel about the Supreme Court stepping in? I don't. I think that they shouldn't even be allowed to do that. I mean, he's he's he, he's the you know he's the lead of the executive branch, and he should be allowed to keep the people safe. I don't understand why they're blocking him. Well, because there's the, look, let's get, politics consists of power. The Democrats have been, the or the liberals, if you want to use that term, they have been um, uh, cast out from elective office, largely in the country. Uh, they have been cast out because their policies have not been accepted. Their policies are open borders. I don't think people agree with that, particularly. And as for the pro-life issue, personally, as a Christian, I'm I'm pro-life. But uh, they, the Democratic Party has adopted a pro-abortion position. I'm not sure that most people agree with it. What do you think? you think most people agree with that? No, I don't think so at all. I think more people disagree with the Democrats' stand on that. I, I, I know I disagree with it. I think a lot of people do. And also, I, I have a little bit of information. There is this idea that all the black community has been anti-Trump isn't true. I know a large number of black Americans that voted for Trump. Yep. Quite a few. Yeah, I, so, I agree with that. that. It's not really... So as a son, I, mean, I believe I'm the president. Look how he did. He's doing a great job. He got those hostages out of North Korea. Uh, not everybody could do that. He's denuclearized North Korea. He solved that problem. I mean, other guys, he's a very, I think the President Trump is an extremely bright person. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm definitely voting for him again. There's no, no question in my mind. 
Well, the question is, I, 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 unless the Dem- this is my opinion, unless the Democratic Party alters these positions that it presently has, at this point in time, I don't think they're going to win elections. Yeah, I agree with that because most of us Americans, we're, we're not that far left wing like, like this. You know, you're either moderate, most of, I would say most of America are moderate to, to right lean and not, liberals wing is just way, way no. out of whack. That's another thing. The liberals, let me tell you about the liberals. They are, they have this thing about being elite. I use that term, like I read the New York Times, and they use that term, the elites. I don't know what they mean by that, but we live in a democratic system where there's political equality. Everybody's got an equal vote. So I I don't particularly agree with that. I mean, our system is a democratic system. And I don't think because a person has more money, they are therefore entitled to greater consideration. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Now, let me ask, well, how do you feel about, do you, do you think that uh, bishops or, or or ministers should be allowed to, to you know, talk about politics in church, or you think it's not a good idea? I think, uh, I I believe that, um, oh, yes, I, I'm a church attender, and um, I have to say that the primary goal of the church, in fact, is bringing people to salvation in Christ and when is and to eternal life. That would really be their main job. You know, proclaiming that. But I believe the church has some duty to has the right to ha- have political participation of its views. Whether it's on abortion, whatever it might be, uh certainly the church has the right to advise the society on these issues, on these moral issues. Uh, I, I think definitely. I mean, I would, for example, uh, the church has the right to take a position about same-sex marriage. Okay. Well, they say it's the law, and um, I don't argue with it, but the church has a right to take a position that we we morally don't particularly agree with that. I think the church has a right to advise the society on these issues. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I don't even think most of Americans are actually for it. I think that the way how they did it, it was in the it was in the courts. I, I I wish it was put to a vote in every state and have it done that way. Well, that's why I read an article in the Wall Street Journal on this very issue by a man named Legun McGun or something. He said that the issue of of abortion rights, of pro life, and the issue of gay marriage. We feel, he was a Democrat, he was a liberal, he said, we feel we have to take this from the people and put it in the lap of the courts because it would not be approved. I think the reason why the courts took over these issues was they knew, I hate to say it, that the people of this country weren't for it. Exactly, exactly. And that's not, I don't think that's fair. No, it isn't. I mean, uh, these these represent to me these the liberals and their and their agenda represent to me a distinctly anti-democratic basis. They think people are maybe they think they are lacking or not too bright or can't make the right decision, whatever. 
I don't agree, personally. I don't think people are stupid. I don't think so. You know, and uh, they they do take that position. They do, I think, take anti-democratic positions. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. It's 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 about you know money and power and and you know they want to stay in power forever. They don't. They they, they would rather give someone you know welfare and give them a little bit of money so that they get their vote all the time. What do you think of this? Let me get your opinion on this. Do you believe that the Democrats want illegal immigration to have the more votes? Yeah, I think that they, that if you're a legal immigrant, you shouldn't have any right to vote at all. No. The Democrats, they, you know, they're, they're not, the key word is illegal. They're, they're illegal. They shouldn't even be here. So why should they get a vote? They shouldn't even get some. I even heard they they get in the system and they get welfare. Why are they getting welfare? They're taking it away from actual Americans who need it. That's true. Uh, are you are you from Nigeria? I'm I'm from uh, Massachusetts. Oh, you're from Massachusetts. I thought you might be. Uh, Massachusetts must, uh, is is Massachusetts a left leaning state? Big time, big time left leaning state. Yes. They even have some, some of the cities are a sanctuary, like close to where I live, Northampton. It's, it's, it's a sanctuary city. What? Let me ask you this: What do you feel about the Democrats? This business with sanctuary cities, where the states and cities oppose the federal government's uh, goal of deporting people illegally here and giving them some kind of sanctuary? What do you think of that? Well, I think that the federal law, you know, it so super supersedes the state law. So the the state law should have to yield to the federal law. Right. If they're, if they're not abiding to the federal law. I think that some punishments would be like. I, I can't believe that the court struck struck it down. That uh, I think Trump administration wanted to take away uh, funding from from sanctuary. Yes, they did. They yeah. Know. That that I don't I don't get that. That just really made me upset. It did. Uh, they um, well, the thing is that they may be Obama appointees or Democratic appointees. These judges that oppose Trump It's likely, don't you think? Yeah, I agree with that. I, definitely. That that's that's why he, I don't know if, if it's possible for him to put his own judges in there. I'm not sure exactly how He that is works. appointing more legal. more conservative judges. He is. He's gradually reshaping things, thank God. So uh it'll improve. But uh the uh they they did oppose the travel ban uh, in Ninth Circuit of California and Hawaii. Uh and uh, I I read I have a law degree and I, I read those decisions and they had to do with money. They want the students from these countries coming here because they pay. They come from Middle Eastern countries. So they have a lot of money. They pay tuition. They want the engineers from these countries coming because it's money. Right. Now, do you think that... Uh I heard that California, they want to break up into three states. Do you think that would ever happen? I don't know. I mean, I think there's been indications. I read that the people of California are 
kind of rebelling against the policies of the governor and his left-wing policies. I read something about it. Right. I, I, I hope it happens. That would be great for the country, a good thing. Well, as I said, I, I think I don't – my opinion is that uh, when push comes to shove the next election, I don't think the Democrats are going to win. No, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to win. If they keep going the way that they are, they're not going to win. So I want them to keep going that way. But I don't want them yeah. to win. They, their policies are not acceptable. Open borders, uh, letting everybody in. Illegal immigration. These the people of this country. I mean, we're pretty tolerant and pretty fair, but they, those policies are not going to be t- accepted. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree with you on that. So, what do you want to? If you, you know, what do you want to say to my audience in closing? Okay, let me say this: uh, that um, the President Trump has been, is constantly and consistently attacked and criticized by the, frankly, the liberal press. They are doing that not because, not for the reason that you think that they're actually prepared to criticize him. They have lost power. And they want that power back, and they would love to get him out of office. That's the reason for it. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. So. It's all about power. And um, also, I think, with all due respect, I believe this president has done an excellent job for the people of this country. He's brought back jobs to the country. He's brought back prosperity to the country. He stopped ISIS. He stopped ISIS in its tracks. He stopped these attacks, these internal attacks. They stopped. Uh, he has done an excellent job. He is attending to people illegally here who are taking jobs from legal residents and getting benefits of education and housing and and medical care. He's doing the right thing. He's doing a good job. I definitely agree with you on that. So it was nice talking with you, Andrew. I'd like to to talk with you again in the future. Terrific. Uh, hopefully. Uh, you know, I'd love to do it again because I think you and I, I think the time has come for this, for the, uh, for the, for the, the, this country to understand that they're, that the, that we, that the conservative group are not bad guys, they're not racist, they're not anything, but they are prepared to correctly judge the president's performance and his performance has been extremely good. I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, I'd like to be uh, on again. Oh, definitely, I will keep in touch with you. We'll be right back. He choked. He choked. He goes around with crocodile tears. We have so many adversaries overseas. Can we all agree to be frenemies? I would work with our allies in the Middle East. That's the only way we're going to keep the peace. Okay. Muscle, muscle, muscle. So sad, so sad. It's a catastrophe. So bad, so bad. Can everyone achieve the American dream? 
or should they sign up for my Ponzi scheme? We are gonna go where the money is. Alright. We are gonna help small businesses. Our jobs are being sucked out of our economy. Right now, our country is dying, dying. Big three, big three. Why you run the show? We've gotta do more. We need to give the drug lords Two more weeks until we fall You get shot walking to the store Who should really run the show? Donald got into a Twitter war For the Supreme Court, who would you choose? Please don't say me, I'm a busy dude The Supreme Court, it's what it's all about The Second Amendment is under such, such trauma Guy, understand and respect gun ownership Guy, hope the Senate confirms the nominee of President Obama To stop a cold war, what should we be doing? Would you go from Russell Vladimir Putin? I don't know Putin, this is not my best friend He's outsmarted Hillary, and she's playing chicken Look at the startup they signed You are willing to spout the Putin line These cyber attacks from the Kremlin are designed to influence our election Putin has a very clear favorite in this race. He'd rather have a puppet as president of the United States. Why should you run the show? We have horrible deals. Tell us cause we need to know. Donald bought Chinese steel. Two more weeks until we vote. I should win these silver. Who should really run the show? He's talking down our democracy. It's open songs. I say it's rigged. She should never have been allowed to run based on what she did. I see. Our democracy works. We've had free and fair elections. Donald thinks things are rigged. Every time things are not going in his direction. We have some bad, bad hombres here. And we're gonna get them out. That's what it's all about. Bad hombres. Why should you run the show? I wanna raise an animal wage. Tell us cause we need to know. Our country is so outplayed. Two more weeks until we vote. We invest from the ground. Wow, that was great, guys. Fantastic melody. Thanks a lot for doing a great job. I'm very proud of that. Is it windy in here or is it just me? Just me? This is this is my wind? Just just for me? Cool. Welcome back. So Andrew gave a really uh really convincing and powerful argument there and I just want to expand on his argument there as far as the media just lies about everything and they only started calling Trump racist once he started running for president. So it's so much untruth to that whole statement right there. Now, when Barack Obama was president, he gave voice as well as the media and this gave voice to all of the illegal aliens in the country gave voice to them no matter what it was seeing that they need help this and that or the other and they totally ignored victims who were murdered and killed by many of these illegal aliens so i'm glad to see that we have a president that's given the voice to the voiceless so to speak and the president he made a really powerful um speech that I want to play and basically he uh, had a lot of the victims there who were whose lives were ruined by illegal aliens because sons or daughters husbands or wives were killed so I'm gonna play a speech from the president and then I will take pause take a break and come back and then I will play the response of some of the victims 
as they tell their stories. We're gathered today to hear directly from the American victims of illegal immigration. You know, you hear the other side, you never hear this side. You don't know what's going on. These are the American citizens permanently separated from their loved ones. The word permanently being the word that you have to think about, permanently. They're not separated for a day or two days. They are permanently separated because they were killed by criminal illegal aliens. These are the families the media ignores. They don't talk about them. Very unfair. We have to look at everybody, but this is a very unfair situation. And I knew that years ago when we would be together out campaigning. And I said, if this ever happens, we're never forgetting you. You know that, Laura, everybody, incredible people. And they're dedicated. These are the stories that Democrats and people that are weak on immigration, they don't want to discuss, they don't want to hear, they don't want to see, they don't want to talk about. No major networks sent cameras to their homes or display the images of their incredible loved ones across the nightly news. They don't do that. They don't talk about the death and destruction caused by people that shouldn't be here. People that will continuously get into trouble and do bad things. For years, their pain was met with silence. Their plight was met with indifference, but no more. I told them three years ago, when we were together, day one, just about day one, I would say, I said, I hear you, I see you, and I will never let you down. And we've been working together, and uh, their loved ones have not died in vain. We all know that. We call these brave Americans the angel families, angel moms, angel pops. These are the angel families. Your loss will not have been in vain. We will secure our borders. And we will make sure that they're properly taken care of. Eventually, the word will get out. We've got to have a safe country. We're going to have a safe country. And your loved ones are going to be playing and will continue to play a big part in it. You know that, right? You know that. So here are just a few statistics on the human toll of illegal immigration. According to a 2011 government report, the arrests attached to the criminal alien population included an estimated 25,000 people for homicide, 42,000 for robbery, nearly 70,000 for sex offenses, and nearly 15,000 for kidnapping. In Texas alone, within the last seven years, more than a quarter of a million criminal aliens have been arrested and charged with over 600,000 criminal offenses. You don't hear that. I always hear that, oh, no, the population's safer than the people that live in the country. You've heard that, fellas, right? You've heard that. I hear it so much, and I say, is that possible? The answer is it's not true. You hear it's like they're better people than what we have, than our citizens. It's not true. In 2016, more than 15,000 Americans died from a heroin overdose. More than 90% of the heroin comes from across the southern border. 90%. As a result of sanctuary city policies and fiscal 2017, more than 8,000 criminal aliens. These are really hardcore criminal aliens. 
were in police custody and were released because of our weak laws, weakest in the world, weakest in the history of the world. They were released back into our civilian population. And these gentlemen had to do some of the releasing. And I don't think you were too happy when you knew because you knew they know better than anybody. You knew what you were releasing. You knew it was trouble. And it often comes back to be trouble. Where is the media outrage over the catch and release policies that allow deadly drugs to pour into our country? Where is the condemnation of the Democrat sanctuary cities that release violent criminals into our communities and then protect them? Like the mayor of San Diego, when she warned everybody that ICE is coming and they scattered a big operation, very expensive operation. They were all together. They all scattered. And what are they going to do about looking at her, by the way? I've been asking this question now for four weeks. She can do that? And where is the outcry over the savage gang MS-13 and its bloodthirsty creed? Kill, rape, and control. Because the news media has overlooked their stories, I want the American people to hear directly from these families about the pain they have had to endure losing not only their loved ones, great people, great Americans, people that would have been very successful, people that in some cases could have been here one day, could have been here. I know the way you feel, but could have been right here, standing here.
bitch a bitch wolf. Come on. Rewind and listen again. I get mad pussy. You kiss men. Please leave message when you call. Stupid Mongolians breaking my wall. Welcome back, Political Bomb Show. So that's the difference between this president and the past president. When he spoke, you actually felt the emotion coming from him. And you know, it wasn't choreographed or staged like other presidents. So it was definitely real emotions. And he kept his promise to these families. He hasn't forgotten about them. And so I'm not forgetting about them either. So I am going to play all of their testimonies now. First, I'd like to ask a friend of mine for now a long time, Laura Wilkerson from Pearlin, Texas, to come and share her story about her incredible, incredible boy, right? Yes. Yes. Come on, Laura, just say a few words. We want to tell you a little bit today about Josh. He was uh, brutally tortured. Um, strangled over and over. He was set on fire after death. His last hours were, was brutal. As everyone standing up here, none of our kids had a minute to say goodbye. We weren't lucky enough to be separated for five days or 10 days. We're separated permanently. Anytime we want to see or be close to our kids, we go to the cemetery because that's where they are. We can never speak to them. We can't Skype with them. And I want to thank you so much in this room for what you're doing to understand. You guys know the permanent separation. It's the media that won't share it with other people. Uh, it's permanent. We can never have him back on this, this earth. Thankfully, I'll see him again in heaven. But I want to thank you, Mr. Trump and uh, Vice President Trump for, um, I mean, Vice President Pence for keeping their commitment to us. It's, it's been ongoing, it continues on, and please understand there are so many more of us than, than what you see here that have the same story over and over, drunk driving, killed, over and over, and they don't prosecute or they let go and low bond, they're out in 30 days. Uh, it's sad for our country and it's time to take it back, and I wanna thank each and every one of you law enforcement you know it. You love it. You want to do your jobs. And thankfully, we have a president who will allow you to do that now. Thank you so much. Thank you, Laura. Next, I'd like to ask Juan Pina from Greenfield, California, to speak. Juan, please come up. Thank you. Thank you, Juan. My name's Juan Pina. First of all, I want to thank the Remembrance Project for bringing my daughter's name out to light and for candidate Trump to let me speak about her. And 
I've got a lot of people that I need to thank. My daughter was Christy Supina back in 1990. She was kidnapped, strangled, stabbed, raped, and sodomized, and her new body was found in the artichoke field. I've been fighting for 28 and a half years. He's been fighting. He was loose for 25 in the last three and a half years. He's been fighting extradition. And on May 3rd, God answered my prayers. Mexico finally turned them loose to us, and he is now in the Monterey County Jail, and we can start court procedures for my daughter's death. And I want to thank everybody that was involved in getting them over here. The Sheriff's Department of Monterey County, for the investigator, the sheriff never told her, don't give up on this, just stay on it and stay on it. And she pinky swore that she was gonna get him over there, and she did. And I just wanna thank the president and everybody, and I just hope everybody can get what I just got. And I'm out here speaking for the thousands of victims that we have here in the United States. And I wanna thank you all, thank you. So Juan fought for many years, and uh, it's uh, hard to believe, but that's actually a great feeling. Yes, it is. That you just, uh, incredible job. Incredible job. Hi, Dylan. Also here with us today is Steve Ronnebeck from Mesa, Arizona. Steve, uh, if you could come up and share a few words, please. Thank you, Mr. President. January 22nd, 2015, Grant was at work on his overnight shift. <clears throat> An illegal alien came in, wanted to buy cigarettes, dumped a jar of change out on the counter. Grant went to count the change and wasn't counting fast enough. So uh, basically, this man pulled a gun. Grant did everything he was supposed to do and uh, gave him the cigarettes. The man went ahead and executed him and shot him point blank in the face. You know, you don't hear these stories, and some of our, our media won't, won't talk to you about it. Um, but this is permanent separation. For his birthday, I go to his grave for Christmas. We set up a Christmas tree on Grant's grave. I received something earlier today from Director Holman as a challenge coin. And uh, I want to thank you for that. Uh, to me, this is a sign of integrity. I wish some of our media had the same integrity as our president, our vice president, Director Holman, all of you in law enforcement. I wish some of our media had the same integrity. And I want to thank all of you, especially our law enforcement, for what you do. Mr. President, Mr. Vice President, thank you. The members of Voice, Barbara Gonzalez, John Fury. Aviac, I want to thank all of them too, because they, they're helping get the stories out. 63,000 Americans since 9-11 have been killed by illegal aliens. This isn't a problem that's going away, it's getting bigger. Thank you. Thank you. 
63,000. And that number, they say, is very low because things aren't reported. 63,000. And you don't hear about that. Also here with us today is Michelle Root from Modale, Iowa. Great place. Michelle, please come up. Thank you, Mr. President. My daughter, Sarah Root, was killed within 24 hours after graduating with a bachelor's 4.0 in criminal investigations, out celebrating, stopped at a stoplight, and rear-ended by Edwin Mejia going 70-plus miles an hour. He was arrested, but then he paid a $5,000 bail, and now he has fled. Our separation, like everybody has said, is permanent. Sarah never gets to go on to be a wife, a mother, a grandmother, an aunt. My son does not have his only sibling any longer. My life has been devastated. So has my daughter's family and friends. I want to thank President Trump and Vice President Pence Barbara Gonzalez, John Freery, and Director Holman for all their support. They have never given up on us. AVIAC was a group that we started because we were tired of not having anybody else to go to to get information. When Sarah was killed January 31st of 2016, I had nobody, but I was thankful for my politicians in my area and you know President Trump was one of the first ones to reach out to my family and he has been there from the beginning never left our side now we just need to get my daughter's killer found again my separation is permanent Sarah's never coming home I never get to take a selfie with her again I have no more pictures of her so please Thank you guys for everything. Keep up the great work. Our police officers, our Border Patrol, please continue to fight. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Mary Ann Mendoza, and my son, Sergeant Brandon Mendoza, was killed on May 12, 2014, on his way home from work by a three-time legal limit drunk um, who was also high on meth. He had drove over 35 miles the wrong way on four different freeways in Phoenix before slamming head on into my son's car. Um, as you know, they could fill this stage up every day for the next five months of victims of illegal alien crime and it would just keep going. Unfortunately, we are members of a club of our children or loved ones who've been killed by illegal aliens, but there's hundreds of thousands of victims every year who are affected by illegal alien crime, rape, assault, identity theft. These are things that go unreported, unchecked. You know, if, if the public would go to illegalaliencrimereport.com and see the magnitude of crimes being committed against your fellow Americans by illegal aliens allowed to stay in this country, you will be sickened 
because the mainstream media does not let you know what's really happening. And we are here, the members of AVIAC are here to educate the public as what's happening. And if anybody's been a victim of illegal alien crime, contact us because we have close connections with Barbara Gonzalez at ICE, John Fury. We have connections at the Department of Homeland Security that we are trying to get people the help that they need and sent in the right direction. President Trump, Vice President Pence, you've just been there for us and there are no words to describe what your support and your caring has meant to each and every one of us. And um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you very much. Come, come. Your story is an incredible one. I'm one of your legal immigrants. I came the right way, I paid lots of money, it took me five years to become a citizen, a proud citizen. And I didn't drag my son, he named himself German Chocolate, he was born in Germany. I didn't drag him over borders, through deserts, I didn't place him in harm's way. I protected my child from harm, but I couldn't do that on July 12, 2012. He was 30 years old. I couldn't protect him because an illegal alien from Guatemala with two felonies, one deportation, two DUIs, he was protected. Riverside, California, sanctuary. The judge, the DA, they knew who he was. They gave him probation after his second DUI. Five weeks later, he killed my child. And if that wasn't enough to deal with, this is my only child. I have no family. That's it. The public needs to know and they deserve to know that this could happen to each one of you at any given second. You hug your child, you send them off no matter what age they are. And then you get that ugly phone call that will forever change your life. And thank God, our president and vice president, voice, my family of AVIAC, they rallied behind us. They were the only ones and gave us a little light. I was gonna end my life. I had no purpose. But President Trump coming down that escalator that day and talking about illegal immigration stopped me in my track. And I had no clue at that point that I would ever be at the White House. And I thank President Trump, Vice President Pence, everybody behind me. I thank you, I thank everybody out here. Make sure you get our stories out. I brought my son. This is what I have left, his ashes. I wear his ashes in a locket. This is how I get to hug my son. So remember when you go home and hug your kids, that there are many of us, thousands of us, who don't get to do that anymore. And let's work together and get this done. All politicians, I don't care what side you're on, you don't want your child in a casket or in an urn. So get it together for God's sake, for this country, for our citizens. Thank you. My name is Ray Tranchant, and I uh, retired from the Navy. I flew off of aircraft carriers and 
had a great Navy career, and then I started my family in the 90s. I had two little girls, Tessa and Kelsey, and they had a bigger brother, uh, Dylan. And I raised them, and uh, their mother uh, and her mom is Hispanic, and so Tessa was Hispanic, and they lived near the border as well. Um, Tessa and was 16. She was a dreamer, and so was her friend Allie Coonhart. 17 years old, 16 years old, both beautiful girls, and they just love talking about the future. Uh, they went to uh, a Wawa in Virginia Beach to get a pack of gum, and they were stopped at a stoplight, and um, Alfredo Ramos was driving uh, at 70 miles an hour. Uh, he was three times the legal limit. He had been arrested before for DUI, in which the judge um, gave him no time or, or fines. He had a fake ID from Florida bought by the cartels. Uh, he had a fake driver's uh, license on his car. Uh, and he couldn't speak English. And he needed an interpreter for the last DUI hearing. Uh, he was also arrested for drunken public. Bottom line is he came in through Mesa and he tried to make it and he, he was going, he was three times the legal limit, so the police told me that at that, it's like wearing almost blackout glasses while you're driving. When he hit the girls from behind, it, it was an explosion. The neighborhood thought a bomb went off. Uh, the girls were almost instantaneously dead. They worked on Tessa for a while, and, and I got to see her in the hospital. There, those are the dreamers that the United States should focus on. I can't, I can't make an opinion about the young people that are here illegally because their parents brought them. But I can guarantee you the government had nothing to do with that. And everybody wants to blame. But the parents of those children are to blame. And there was a lot of, well, maybe they'll feel sorry for them because they're kids, and maybe if they behave, they'll just magically beat the system. My mom came from Ireland. It took her 10 years to get her citizenship. She had a sponsor. If she got in trouble, not only did she get in trouble, the sponsor was in trouble. I would have been speaking Northern Irish right now if she got out of line. That's the way it was with INS in those days. And mom loved being an American. I helped her study for exam. So I'm all about legal immigration. But the invaders and people who come over our borders and decide to take the law in their own hands and maybe are supported by a group of people that for God's sakes, I don't know why they would want to do it. It's evil, it hurts people, and it costs us billions of dollars a year. And they don't seem to want to pay for it. They want us to pay for it, the other taxpayers. I want to thank President Trump because when my, those kids died, I was, in, I was a city employee. Uh, so, uh, of course, I sued the city and uh, the judge and the adjoining city with the judge there. And, of course, you know, they're immune. But it didn't make me really friendly with the city, it didn't make me friendly with ICE because basically uh, they claimed they weren't called, the sheriff's department said that uh, we called them and it was a back and forth, so no one took responsibility. So being in that situation where no one takes responsibility in this government at all means that you're standing in a dark forest at night when it's raining and it's cold and you're lost 
everybody you talk to, yeah, 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 but, you know, he was drunk, and, and we have a lot of drunks here, and blah, blah. Let me tell you, the guy shouldn't have been there at that time. He shouldn't have been there, and we had many opportunities to, to get him out. So, what's happening? Our uh, representative is the president and the vice president. They took us in, and we're going to fight this battle, and we're going to win it, and we're going to clean it up, and uh, I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud to be a part of that, and I will support you as law enforcement and my president and vice president as much as they need. Uh, I want to thank the Remembrance Project for standing there when I had no one else. And um, God bless you, and I hope this doesn't happen to you. Thank you, sir. This is Tom Selleck, <laughs> except better looking, right? Better looking. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Angel Mom Agnes Gibbony. My family legally immigrated from Hungary. They, we escaped during the revolution. We couldn't come to the United States as my mother planned because my father was born in Yugoslavia and they wanted us to stay. And because my mother said no, they didn't allow us to come to, to the American embassy. We went to, we had a choice of uh, South Africa, Austria, or Brazil. We went to Brazil and uh, lived there 13 years trying to legally immigrate to the United States. When we immigrated to Brazil, we were stateless. We didn't belong anywhere because the government took our citizenship because we escaped. And when we came to United States, we were stateless. And I'm very honored and proud to say this is my home, my country, and I will fight for this country until my death. Thank you, law enforcement, uh, Border Patrol, uh, immigration, uh, Barbara, everybody that got me here today. And thank you for fighting this fight with us because trust me, you don't want to walk in our shoes. And President Trump, thank you for always standing behind us. You are the biggest birthday present I got. And I'm still waiting for that shovel to help build the wall at the border. I live in California. And I would like to ask if you don't want your state to become a sanctuary state. So I would like to ask President Trump if you would tweet and endorse us to fightsanctuarystate.com to help us so we're not gonna go down because if California continues on this path, the rest of the country will follow. And I am so proud and honored of you, Mr. President. The integrity and character that you have shown us Pulling the daggers out of your back every day is not, hasn't been fair, but I want you to know that I'm very honored to call you my president. And God bless you and your family always, and Mr. Pence, and God bless this country. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. This is my son, Drew. He was in law school in San Francisco in 2010 when Roberto Gallo tried to make a last second left-hand turn and hit him. Instead of stopping, he tried to flee, so he accelerated, drove over his body. My son was on a motorcycle. His helmet came off, wedged under one of his tires. 
he backed up, driving over him a second time, and then trying to get away, um, went forward. By that time, a guy had gotten out of the car and stood in front of Gallows, and he stopped with his rear tire on my son's abdomen, and five, five people had to lift the car off of him. But I want to talk about somebody else, and you, you heard Agnes mention FightSanctuaryState.com. Um, in April of this year, I filed uh, with the state of California an initiative to overturn the sanctuary state. Um, there's just way too many deaths, uh, way too many traffic collisions. I should just add on an aside, you know, we, got, we gave out driver's licenses in 2015, and in two years, the first two years of that, traffic fatalities on what was supposed to be safer roads have gone up 19%, hit and runs have gone up 26%. Yet they're still telling people the roads are safer because of that. But there's so many other, and somebody who's not here, a woman named Veronica Cabrera Ramirez, um, to give you an example of what happens with sanctuary, um, she was, was a domestic violence victim, called the Santa Rosa police, they arrested um, the perpetrator. He was, had been deported previously. Um, ICE filed a detainer. Um, and then uh, the day that they decided to release him, instead of calling ICE and giving ICE a chance to show up, uh, they were an hour and a half away, uh, they gave him 16 minutes to show up and they released him. And 16 days later, he murdered um, Ms. Ramirez. And according to Kevin DeLeon, who was the author of the sanctuary bill, that makes the state safer if you keep the federal police, the federal law enforcement over here, and you keep the state law enforcement here, that makes the state safer. That's absurd, it's outrageous, and something has to be done, and I hope that, um, as, as Agnes said, if, if, this, if we don't kill this in, in California, it will spread, and I know it already is in some places. It's a death sentence for American law-abiding citizens. Anyway, I'd like to thank the president and the vice president, everybody else who's here. Uh, Director Holman, thank you so much. You've become a credible friend. John Fury, Barbara Gonzalez, and my new friend today, Kristen Nielsen. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you all very much, particularly law enforcement. If you weren't moved by what you just heard, then you're just heartless and subhuman. You have no feelings at all. You're dead inside. And... um yeah, there's not much I could say on that. Just want to take a minute to, I think it was yesterday, Charles Krauthammer, he died. He was he had weeks to live. He had cancer. And may he rest in peace. Not, he wasn't strongly conservative as I am that I was like. I mean, to me, I would say he was moderate. But my thoughts and prayers go out, obviously, to his family. So, whether you like or hate someone, you can't be cold and callous when someone dies, especially when they were suffering from a, a disease such as cancer. Cancer is a very, very serious thing. I mean, I couldn't imagine going through cancer, chemo, and and all the pain and suffering caused your family and friends, so... Rest in peace.
We'll be right back. Моя музыка теперь в звук, которая доступна в настоящее время в России, Украине, Белоруссии, Молдовы, Казахстана, Кыргызстана, Таджикистана, Туркменистана. I'm here today to address a serious issue called gravity. It affects animals, children, and even senior citizens. And frankly, I'm sick and tired of innocent people being injured and killed by this horrible law. And it's about time that we make a change. So I went out to protest in the streets to spread awareness to the people and let them know about this horrible danger. All of your cracked iPhones and tablets are from gravity. Change the law. Stop gravity. So if you could change gravity, you would take it away, right? I'd be gone, man. It causes 100% of slip and falls. It's terrible, man. It's always pulling you down. Just pulling the ground and then you just ride the bump, you know? You know 100% of plane crashes were caused by gravity? What? Stop gravity? This is how you look when you complain about things you can't change. Seems silly, doesn't it? Because, as you know, gravity has many benefits. It helps create hydroelectricity, we use it for our favorite sports, and it stops our belongings from floating away into space, which is cool. But you can't see the positive when you're focused on the negative. Look, some things you just can't change, like the past, getting older, or death. But time is too precious to spend in complaining about those kinds of things. My point is, if you can't change the problem, change your perspective on it. Change your attitude, your words, your habits. Change yourself and you'll change the world around you. Welcome back, Political Bomb Show. Rayshon Blyden. Uh, so I wanted to tell you about my trip 
to the Bronx Zoo. I remember I told you I was going to do that, and I did. And boy, did I have a really fantastic time. I still aching, not as young as I used to be. So walking from, from let's see, from the time it opened at 10 a.m. till it closed at 5 p.m., that was a bit of walking. My Apple Watch, according to that, it said I burned over 500 calories. So that's almost double or triple the number I normally burn on an everyday basis. But it was amazing. The uh, the gorillas, you know, in the Congas exhibit did not disappoint at all. They were absolutely just funny. It had some uh, some youth youth uh gorilla babies and they were just funny they they were really just uh the star of the show they stole the show you had human kids and gorilla kids interacting and they were you could see how similar we are in character because the kids were being just loud and obnoxious and so were the gorilla kids knocking on the glass as the kid knocked on the glass and screaming it was but it was a good time it was really a great great time if you're ever in new york and you are an animal lover like i am you definitely need to go to the bronx zoo and uh, check it out and donate if you can to save wildlife it's a very uh, worthy cause it just i mean the elephants Everything was just amazing there. I just had a great time. So I would recommend going to thebronxzoo.com and even donate. Even if you don't make it there, if you're really into the to, uh, conservation. So <clears throat> I just wanted to, to tell you about that. That was definitely an amazing time. I had a great time. So, um, and r- right after that, that's when I found out about the news about Charles dying on the way right back home, so I wasn't able to to break the news to you. I'm pretty sure most of you already got the news already, so uh, there's not much else. Let's see. Do you want some news? Let's see. Let's see if uh, I could go to the news and see what I can talk about right now let's see here let's go to one of my feeds here okay let's see here hmm time magazine do a cover correction what's this about let's see cover correction i can only imagine what this means um come on Come on, come on, come on, come on. The image widely seen as showing the girl crying over being parted from her mother helped swell outrage at the home abroad that pushed President Trump to back down on Wednesday. Let's see. Oh, I saw that photo. Yeah, it's this. The media is despicable. It's, they really are. Let's see, White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders said on Friday that the mother and child had not been separated. See, 
fake news. You are fake news. Absolutely right, Mr. President. Fake news, as usual. What else is new? What else is new? Hmm. Fox shares hit fresh high because of the Disney deal. Well, as well as it, as it should. It should. It definitely should. I, like I said already, I'm excited about that. Being a Marvel comic, comic fan, I could just see the possibilities of crossovers with with different you know realms and worlds like Wolverine and Deadpool and all this stuff. So I am pretty, pretty, really loving this stuff. Okay, so today I went to go see the new Jurassic movie. Um, what did I think of it? What did I think of it? I mean, it was good. It was, I thought it was good. I mean, it could have been better, but my takeaway without giving any spoilers is I'll just say that uh, that it's just like real life as far as the moral of the story is to me. Humans will always find a way to destroy themselves. That's my takeaway, or that's the moral of the story. But uh, let's see what what uh, the reviews say. I'll read a review for you. If it's a spoiler review, I won't read it though. I won't. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Let's see here. So one review. One reviewer says here. For the love of God, will someone put Jurassic World out of its misery? So clearly, they didn't like it that much. Let's. Uh, they gave it a two stars. They gave Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom a two and a two stars. Let's see here. I'll read, but if 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 I think that there's going to be spoilers, I'll stop reading. It says most sequels, prequels, and remakes have some vague reason justifying their existence not Jurassic Park Jurassic World franchise they just keep on coming for no other purpose than to cash in on proven formula marketed for on demanding audiences who just can't get enough of T-Rexes and flying P-Texororis and blah 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 yeah, let's get to the part where you don't like it. Just shut up and just give it to me. Let's see here. Mm. I'm trying to see why they don't like it. Well, I'm getting the gif that they don't like it because they feel it's just they're just doing it just to make money. Which is probably correct. They probably just are doing it to make money. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm not going to read anymore. I don't care. I don't care. I thought it was... An okay movie. Would I tell you to spend your money to go see it or wait for DVD? I would say wait for DVD. Okay, there I said it. That's that. Okay. Okay, this isn't good. I don't like this story. WikiLeaks publishes identities of ICE employees. Why would they do something like that? That's just not right at all. Why would you do that? Why would you put their lives in danger? This is really not good. So WikiLeaks on Thursday published a database 
identifying more than 9,000 supposed current or former U.S. Immigration Custom Enforcement employees, saying it is important for increasing accountability. Okay, you know, I just don't... WikiLeaks, I was with you when you put the the bad stuff like the emails out there, but this isn't helpful at all. The database contains the employees' publicly available personal information and job history. Scrapped from LinkedIn. Okay, so they got it from LinkedIn. So, I mean, I guess it's not that bad, but still it's bad enough they're doing this. Um... Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. They're endangering the lives. What's this? Max Prez candidate flood America? I don't care. Let's see. Stormy. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels headed to the border to help kids. What are you going to do? You're going <laughs> to... What's her tour? What's her tour called? Again, I can't even think of the name of it. Making America Horny Again? Or are you going to make... All right, so let's just see. Stormy Daniels says that she's headed to the border next week as soon as she figures her best course of action. She's just a media whore, no pun intended. I don't even want to read it. I'm done with you, Stormy. Done with you. Let's see here. Hmm, fans spark plumbing flood in World Cup bathroom rust. I don't care. I don't care. Lone woman digs for family lost under uh, the volcanic rubble. That's sad. Let's see what this is. That's sad. This must be, is this one in Hawaii? I think this is Hawaii, right? Let's see. She lost 50 members of her family during the eruption. That's sad. It's really sad. It's sad. That's one reason I wouldn't. That's the one reason I wouldn't want to live in, in a place like Hawaii. Just because of hurricanes, I wouldn't want to live in California. Basically, because of liberals, number one. But they get mudslides out there. As far as I can tell, I think they do get mudslides out there. Hmm. Johnny Depp's dirty laundry to be aired in court. Johnny Depp. Was he a never-Trumper? I can't remember. I think he was a never-Trumper, right? Let's see here. Johnny Depp. Johnny, 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 Johnny. All right, come on. These stupid ads. I hate it. When you try to read a story and you got these stupid ads, they just cover everything up. Get out of my way. I'm trying to read here. Johnny Depp loses bid to delay $25 million fraud trial on heels of train wreck Rolling Stone profile. Okay, Johnny Depp's $650 million film fortune almost gone. Wow, because of the new Rolling Stone expose. What did they write about him? Let's see. The rejection this... Morning by Los Angeles Supreme Court. Uh, <clears throat> after a lengthy pro- profile in Rolling Stone that was far more of a train wreck than a testimonial for, la- for the lately 
Matsud Depp. Um, let's see here. What? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Let's see here. Workers accused of dealing meth. Wow. Whoa, workers accused of dealing meth out of Wendy's. I like Wendy's. Let's see what's going on. See where this is. Oh, yeah. You, you, if you look at their picture, like I'm looking at their picture, yeah. They definitely, they look whacked. Wendy's workers sold meth from eatery cops. Say, wow, this is ridiculous. You Georgia, this is a Georgia, wow. Georgia restaurant raided. Unbelievable. You got to see these. They look really, they don't look like good people. So let's see, this story was, was from today. Um, let's see. One is 27. Zachary Donnelly, 27. Crystal Hogan, 32. Jeffrey Justice, 26. And Amanda McCarthy, 36. She managed the restaurant while Donnelly worked as a cook. So, yeah, this is, this is awful. This is not good publicity for Wendy's. I still like your burgers. Don't worry, Wendy's. I'll still eat there. Wow. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Mm-mm-mm. Unbelievable. Let's see. Tom Arnold, Cohen, and I teaming up to take Trump down. Let's see. Is this real? Tom Arnold tweets a picture Michael Cohen says he has all the tapes. I just don't think anything is going to come up this honestly. I just think that that uh, Tom Arnold he wants to be relevant again. Maybe he has a movie coming out or he wants publicity for whatever. But I just yeah. I mean I do see a picture of him and Cohen, but and he tweeted it. I love New York. Blah blah blah. I just don't. I just think it's BS in in plain English. I'm not going to read any more of that. Let's see what else. Supreme Smackdown. I like this one. I like this story here. The Supreme Court says warrant necessary for phone location data in win for privacy. Yeah, I, I agree with this. I actually do agree with this. You should you should get a warrant because if you don't if you don't if you allow the police to do this, oh, what is this? Shut up! I hate these talking ads. All right, where was I? Interrupt me, sorry. If you let if if the cops won this, who knows if whose um phone they would just take just for the heck of it? So, I say kudos. Let if 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 it's a really bad ombre out there and the cops want the phone location data get a, a warrant i agree with it end the story don't call on that i don't care what you think just shut up and listen and let's see here hmm. sex crimes alleged at hawaii home for naked parties wow let's see what this is all about what is this about? 
Child sex crimes, prostitution alleged at home for naked parties. What is this world coming to? Goodness gracious, man. This is just too much. Uh, let's see here. The Freedom House in Upper Nuanu promotes parties like naked yoga. But after Hawaii's news now first aired a story about the home two weeks ago, sources reveal a number of criminal investigations into activities at the home. One of those investigations involves a mother who says her five-year-old daughter witnessed sex and nudity at the home while with the father, father with her father. That's just wow. I don't know what to say about this. This is very, very disheartening. The girl drew a picture of the naked people in the house for her mother. She was sad, mad, and confused. You blame her? She asked, why does everybody have to be naked? Said the girl's mother, who asked not to be identified. A Child Protective Services document obtained by Hawaii News now says that in May 2018, the girl showed signs of sex abuse. Oh, that's just... How old was the girl again? Is she five? This is sad. Five-year-old girl. This is sad. So I wonder if the father knew that that little girl was being abused sexually. He had to have known. What a sick story this is. The report says that the State Department of Human Services recommend therapy for the child. The child is ruined for life. The child is definitely ruined for life. There's no fixing this. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it, the mo girl's mother said. Hawaii News Now uh, invited inside the Freedom House. I don't want to read any more of this. This is very disheartening. I, this is sad. What a world we're coming to. What a world we're coming to. I'll be right back. Do you want to build a wall? Let's make a plan today. Don't want to see them. We'll have a door. But block it. Every day. It will cost a lot of money. But that's fine. We'll get Mexico to pay. I want to build a wall. I'm not going to pay for that. Wait a minute. Wait. It is wait, wait, wait. Do you want to build a wall? A lot of people think I can't. I'll get it up and finish this. Just ask Melania. Yes, my husband is quick. I will make things happen. I will build a wall. And then we will have a literal crime rape. Crime rave, crime rave, crime rave. Welcome back to Political Bomb Show. So, um, the media just always want us to believe what they want us to believe in. They tell us that there's no blacks and Latinos who support the president at all. Well, I just want to let you know that they are. I mean, one, one being myself included, but... The number is growing in leaps and bounds because the economy is doing better. We're making more money and life is happier for us. 
I'm even on my way to starting the process of actually becoming a homeowner. Would have never been able to do this in the Obama's economy. I'll just let you know that up front. So it's not just uh, lies that that's that I'm telling here. It's actual truth and fact. I would have never been able to do this. So I'm very happy with the way how things are going. But I just want to play some clips from some actual blacks and Latinos, minorities, from the beginning, who supported the president from the beginning. Just so you can know I'm not just talking out of my butt here. I just want you to listen to you for yourself. So here I go. Uh, he's going to he be, be president great. of the United States. He should be president of the United States. That's what he should be. He should be president of the United States. Why are people mad at the people? Because this is what, who the people want to be president. Well, you know, Donald Trump is what... Americans love. Donald Trump is what Americans aspire to be. Rich, powerful, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, be how you want to be. First of all, I've known Donald before he became the Donald. And for, Donald is not a racist. Now, I, I hate to tell people, but just because you build a wall doesn't mean you're a racist. So you Democrats, you've been in that party a long time. Answer me, what did you get? You got a president. He's worried about his legacy. But you didn't earn your legacy with us. We put you there. You fought for the rights of gay people. You fought for the rights of this people and that people. Your people are suffering and dying in the streets. That's where your legacy is. Now you failed to do what should have been done. What we were able to do today was allow people to see his heart for themselves and to make up their own minds about him. And they, 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 they find out that he's not the person that the media has depicted him to be. Are you endorsed? I support Donald Trump and everybody knows, everybody knows. 100%. Questions for you. Hi, Mr. Trump, you've done great things in your life, and I just wonder how do I, as an average person, begin? Like well, first of all, never think of yourself as average. You started off with the wrong question <laughs> because you're not average. You've got a lot going. I see you're smart. I see you're very beautiful. Family's I've known Donald forever. I, I like Donald very Wonderful guy. I mean, he is. And, and he's miscast by the media. You know that. He's oh, a, I like Donald. He's got an enormous ego, but he's a good guy. He's got a big heart, by the way. He's very good to people. He's very kind to people. He's people good. don't know that. You just have to get that word average out of your vocabulary, and you have to tell yourself that you're great, and you have to believe it. If you can say it and don't believe it, it doesn't matter. A kid that worked in the back. Right. I said, well, hey, how is Donald Trump? This is before he ran. This is months ago. He goes, unbelievable. He would come backstage, come back to the kitchen, and give $100 to the staff. Yeah. He would give these guys quietly. Nobody amazing, would know about amazing. that. The fact is, I go down the streets of New York and the people that really like me are the taxi drivers and the workers, etc., etc. Also his children. I know his son, Eric. I've met him a couple of times. Mm. He's a great kid. They're great, they're great kids. They're great kids. Yeah. You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Do you like him? Yeah, I mean, he's real. That's all we need. I like his ideas. Those are real letters. Those are not corporate letters. Those are not letters from These Exxon. These are handwritten. Those are not letters yeah. from uh, General Motors. Those are letters from people. You have to have heart. 
You have to take care of women's health issues. You have to take care of poor people that don't have, that they're never going to have a shot. And you have to take care of African-American youth who have never been in a worse position than they are right now. This sounds like political, presidential talk to me. And I know people have talked to you about whether or not you want to run. Would you, would you ever? I just probably wouldn't do it, Oprah. I probably wouldn't, but I do get tired of seeing what's happening with this country. And if it got so bad, I would never want to rule it out totally. I think Donald Trump, underneath it all, isn't just a business guy. I think he loves America. I really do. I think he cares. This country has such potential. I love the country. I think we can make it better than ever before. We have to unleash it. People have lost their spirit. Donald Trump represents truth, logic, and common sense. His incentive and his self-interest is tied to the well-being of the country that he's supposed to represent. They love me, I love them. And I'll tell you something, if I get the nomination, I'll win the Latino vote. I will win it, because I'm going to create jobs. I'm Hispanic and I vote for Mr. Trump. We vote for Mr. Trump! Get behind the candidate, Mr. Donald Trump, that's going to do something for you. That's going to give you a hand up and sit up a hand out, baby. A lot of things that he said is true. Wow. The Mexican on border. And you're Hispanic um, and you're saying that. Are I'm you Hispanic. sure? <laughs> wow. I know what Donald Trump is doing is representing the absolute heartbreak and anger and frustration at a government gone mad. I guess I just wanted to find out if there was one thing that you wanted people to remember about Donald Trump. What is it? Never ever give up. The power of positive thinking, and I think that's very much in Donald's makeup. If I become president, I couldn't care less about my company. I want to use that same up here, whatever it may be, to make America rich again and to make America great again. Ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for President of the United States, and we are going to make our country great again. Do not underestimate the power of Donald Trump, or you will be scratching your head wondering, how did he get the Republican nomination? And we will see the best debate in history, Hillary Rodham Clinton, Donald J. Trump. We are here to stay. Donald Trump all the way. Donald Trump has came up with some very strict immigration laws that would guarantee work in the African-American community. I hope he gets through with his intentions about building the wall. Well, I just want to let everybody know that not all Latinos are, are blind. He knows what money is, where it comes from, and how to make more of it rather than redistributing other people's in exchange for their vote. And the intensity with Trump is like nothing I've seen since I was a little kid and Reagan was running. And they were saying, this is America's last shot. If we don't get it right this time, we're not going to have a country left, folks. We're not going to have a country. Are we seriously trying to figure out whether or not Donald Trump would make a good president? The man has major, major skills that he can offer. This country right now owes $19 trillion, and they need somebody like me to straighten out that mess. Honestly, I really think voters and Americans are looking at this guy saying it's refreshing to hear somebody not be a wuss, not be a politician and really say what they think. These aren't dumb people. 
These are American patriots, and they want this country turned around. I don't want nuance. I want bold colors, red, white, and blue. America, I have seen in the last several decades absolutely fray and decline. When I saw those guys on the boats, on their knees, I mean, that says a picture about America that I haven't seen ever before. Democrats, not one or two, but many, are voting for Donald Trump, as well as, the, as, as Republicans. I've seen this all over the place. So I think there's a big, big movement happening, and I gotta say that, uh, you know, we need him. You know, this is a movement, folks. This is not like even maybe about me. I don't want it to be about me. This is about common sense. It's about doing the right thing. The silent majority is back, and we're gonna take the country back. I have a big heart, I'm gonna take care of people, I'm gonna make sure that this country comes first. We don't come first, we don't come 10. We take care of everyone else but our own, and that's gonna change. We're gonna become rich again, we're gonna become safe again, and we're gonna become strong again. Nothing is wrong with us. We don't have to like illegal aliens. We don't have to. We're Americans, we want Americans first. Why can't we be first? And in the Middle East, I guess we'd spent $5 trillion. We could have rebuilt our bridges, our tunnels, our roads, our hospitals, our airports. We could have rebuilt our country. We could have rebuilt our military. We could have taken care of Social Security. We could have taken care of everything. We are going to win so much. We're going to have win after win after win. You people are going to get sick and tired of winning. You're going to say, please, please, President Trump, we can't take this much victory. Please stop. We don't want any more wins. And I'm going to say to you, we're going to win. I don't care what you say. We're going to make our country great again. We're going to win. We're going to win. And we're going to win. First of all, I've come to, to know uh, Donald Trump over the last few years. He's actually a very intelligent man who cares deeply about America. There are two different Donald Trumps. There's the one you see on the stage, and there's the one who's very uh, cerebral, sits there and considers things very carefully. You can have a very good conversation with him. Um, and that's the Donald Trump that you're going to start seeing more and more of right now. But Donald it's Trump really is saying, yo, y'all niggas is bored. Y'all bored. Any telling nigga had a presidential debate. Matter of fact, I paid you last year, nigga. Like, stop. Like, it's being disrespectful with yeah. this shit. He's almost doing a 50 cent in politics. <laughs> no, it's real talk. I, we so, watch you. No, for real. We watch you. Listen, so all that shit, he's running for the right reason. He's putting his own money and all that. That's it. Me and Donald are cool. Are you, is he, does he get your vote? Donald will get my vote. Wow. 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 See, I just wonder how much of it is really trolling. Because I saw you walking on your phone saying you're going to vote for Trump. I said this from the hood ain't voting for no Donald Trump. You a damn lie. You voting you for really Trump? Yes. Why? Donald Trump, man. Hey, man. Everything he's saying is, 
it's, it's crazy, but everything he's saying is correct. Though. And what they are seeing is that he knows both sides of the game. And he is absolutely anti-establishment. You know, he's for the people. Vote for him. So you're a I, Trump guy? I'm a Trump guy. I, I wasn't in the beginning. Of course, I'm Mexican. Uh. We endorse Donald J. Trump! And this is going to be our next president of these United States! Trump has actually talked a lot about unemployment in the African-American community and how we, you know, we have to pay more attention to that as uh, politicians. That was his message. Yeah. Um, do you think he could get uh, the African-American vote, a substantial portion, more than other Republicans in the past? African-Americans, like any other American, um, would like to make more money, have more stability, uh, see a, a more robust job market. Uh, and I think any candidate that speaks to those issues has a chance of winning that vote. You know, and whether you're African American, Asian American, uh, Latino American, Caucasian American, I think every American would like to see those um, areas improve. So you can never say never. Anytime anyone said, okay, Trump won't be able to pull this off, he's pulled it off. So you heard it with your own ears, and what it boils down to is. You have to do your own research and you can't listen to the mainstream media. I don't care if it's CNN, NBC, ABC, or Fox. You can't take everything that they say to be gospel. Look things up for yourself and research it and be a free thinker. You can't believe the hype in plain English. Don't believe the hype. You have to look things up for yourself. So... I just want to say that uh, that it's a great honor and privilege that I had the opportunity to interview Andrew. He was uh, very knowledgeable and informative, and I definitely will have him on again in the future because it was uh, it was very informative. I did not discuss with him beforehand his views and what he was going to say on the show. So it wasn't staged like some talk shows. They will stage and pay people to come on there. I don't pay anyone to come on there. You know, it's not right. You don't pay people to come on your show. If if there's someone or some someone out there that has interesting things to say, whether they're with you or against you, I will have them on. I've invited many liberals, but they don't want to come on. They don't want to come on, and I'm not going to try to force them to come on. It's their right whether they want to come on or not. But they can continue to spread lies and talk about me all they want, but they don't have the kahuna or the cojones, I don't even know, I don't, cojones, that's it, to come on and battle. So, it's been a nice night. Tomorrow will be definitely be another interesting night. I've never been to an actual football game before. I'll be going to a live arena football game, so it should be very, very interesting. I'll be in the front row. I can't wait to do that. That's going to be amazing. 
definitely can't wait to do that. I'll let you know how that goes, but I made a a comment. I'm not sure if it was on my Twitter feed or where it was, but I said, no, it was actually on Instagram. I made a comment, and I said, I know that no one's going to be standing in the locker room and no one will be taking a knee in this arena football game. And I wasn't being, I wasn't joking. I was actually serious about it. That's not going to happen there. If it does happen, I'll I'll definitely talk about it here. But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, I, I said I'm pretty like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that's not going to happen. I mean that's why I don't watch football anymore. I'm not going to deal with with the disrespect of the flag and staying in the back room in the in the locker. Yeah, that's hiding it, and that's just as disrespectful. You come out and you stand for your flag. You don't stay in the back. So that's not going to cut it for me. I'm not going to come back to watching the game. So it's just like, like the NBA. When when LeBron and Steph Curry and uh, Kevin Durant, after the second game, they agreed with LeBron saying that whoever wins the series is not going to go to the White House. I immediately stopped winning, so I didn't watch the third game or whatever was went after that. I'm not even sure how long. If it went to a four or five game, no clue. I stopped watching after that. I'm very serious about the love of my country. I'm not going to allow you thugs who could play basketball. All you could do is dribble a basketball. So I'm not going to be down for that. I'll tell you that right now. So thank you for taking the time on Friday evening to listen to the podcast. Again, visit our website, please, politicalbombshow.cf, and just leave your thoughts on on our message board, and we'd be, we'd be glad to hear from you. Until next show, t- take care and have a good weekend. Political Bomb Show. Um, honey? Yes, dear? Have you heard about this new podcast? Yes, dear. Okay, first off, it's all about Lost Soul. I do not know that maybe you know about Lost Souls or not, but I'm a pretty good expert at uh, Lost Souls. Well, I think that you should advertise your business on there. Honey, I'm already there. I'm at advertisecast.com forward slash 3318. AdvertiseCast.com forward slash 3318. Grow your business today. Advertise on America's exciting radio podcast. AdvertiseCast.com forward slash 3318. That's AdvertiseCast.com forward slash 3318. Oh,
baby, come on, oh baby, come on, so come on, people.